all tuned in. Dude from Houston with love, where we give you a balanced perspective of arts, culture, and what's going on locally in the city of Houston. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at From Hugh with Love. Brought to you by RIK, Rappers I Know, and IllMatterMedia.com. One, two, one, two, and I say we are back. This is the Cashmere Done. I'm bringing in from Houston with love, with love, aka Slim Bundles, aka that nigga over there who be coming up with the fly shit ever. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Understand me? I'm feeling myself because I got my piece and chain on today, yep. and I feel uh-huh. like a player. I might sip my beer with my pinky, out, just because that's how I'm feeling. Mm. But I'm okay. here with my brothers. And we have a great show for you in store. Mr. Randall, state your case. As always, D. Randall, a.k.a. Uh, Ash Money is an Army, better yet a Navy. <laughs> we, <laughs> you know, we, we're still in here. It's, uh, you know, still recovering from last week's show, man. It was, it was a good one. It was probably the best one we've had so far, yeah. man. It was, it was really out there, man. You know, even though the north side was deep in here. Yeah, we, we, we also oh, have so heavy, so heavy. Uh, D Ray, aka Mr. Sir Chilean Sea Bass Eater, aka Mr. I Eat a Lot of Shrimp, I Got Iodine Poisoning, aka Mr. Ooh, your baby mama side pieces. Uh, loving life right now. Woo! <laughs> Sipping on this, uh, yeah, man, I was about to do the Ric Flair. I had to catch myself there. Sipping on something familiar. Sipping huh? on something familiar and brown this time. Like a stout almost, isn't it? Yeah. No, it is stoutish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is very Some, stoutish. Not bad. Stoutish, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I want to taste one that's real cold. Pause. Uh, so I'm waiting for the ones to come out the refrigerator. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gentlemen, this one's kind of lukewarm, you know what I'm saying? So, Well, you know, it's, it's all good. It's, it's you know, it's a nice brew. Brew. It's good to get you where you're trying to go. Yeah. Yeah. How was y'all, how was y'all week this week, man? It was good, man. Um, I, actually, I, I have something to tell y'all that I've, I've waited until the show today to to tell you. He's kind still, of he's still in love with flatulence, ladies and gentlemen. Um, my love for flatulence will never die. Um, <laughs> how can I put this? A lot of people don't know that um, my entire life I have dealt with a condition and uh, something that I've quietly struggled with. And that condition is ashiness. And this week, I, I finally had a breakthrough. I know I've changed my life around the last couple of years, and I've been really proactive about fighting my condition. But this week, I finally got my hands on the right blend of raw coconut oil. Oh, really? And after I showered the other day, I put some on my feet and went to sleep. And when I woke up for the first time since I was an infant... There was no ash Moisture. on my feet, Golf ankles, claps. shins, or Golf claps, knees. Golf claps. Yes, I think I have finally found <laughs> the remedy to that which ails me and has been doing so my entire life. Wow. Shout out. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, yeah. To raw coconut oil. Wow, yeah. oh, baby. Yeah. Wow. I just, I don't know what to do. Say goodbye to your ass in the city. Indeed, you have a support system here, man. Yeah, man. We've been, I know, man. We've been here for you through this struggle. So You're we have yeah, I've been a white in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank you guys, man. I, you know, your 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 thoughts and prayers have definitely paid off. The cockazard in me says hello. As, <laughs> as much as thoughts and prayers can do, for one. Um, it's what they're using in the... 
in the battle against gun violence yeah. and, uh, and everything else. And collagen and all of your stuff. Oh, yeah. So that was my week, man. I just I finally had a, a life experience, a big breakthrough that I've been looking for my entire life. That's awesome, man. No, I'm, I'm it, glad it that is, it's here, man. man. I, yeah. I just, I just yeah. thank you guys again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can never express enough gratitude. Say no, say no to ashiness. Uh, well, I, I, for for my week, when I'm not battling, sipping wine and sneaking and eating uh, Talenti ice cream, battling diabetes, I'm whooping kids' asses on the basketball court. Mm. I came back yesterday. And I held court, and I whipped the shit out of this 12-year-old's ass. Nice. In basketball. One-on-one? One-on-one. That's how you do it. And I whipped his ass. I did not take any mm. slack on this dude. I didn't give him no slack. You remember, you, remember the, shot. you remember the video with Jordan when he wouldn't miss any shot? Yeah. To give to charity? Yeah. That's how I was whipping his ass. <laughs> Every shot was falling Jordan in. Jordan was real stingy on that shit. That hey, I was stingy on this one. motherfucker ass yesterday. And he's real, he's a good hey, and you know what what's 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 the kicker about it? He's a good kid, but what's the kicker about it? He had just came back from winning the three on three uh tournament. Uh, for who I guess it's like something like hoop it up was going on yeah. yesterday or whatever, and he, he him and his team won. Was it was it hoop it up? They still do that. They still I'm, do I'm it. Out of, I'm out of the loop. I don't. It's something like that. They still do it. But he 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 had just won the three on three tournament, mm. and then came to the function where I was at, mm. and it was so happened to be a basketball goal and a ball there, mm. and he came out there like me and me and my uh my guy was out there just fucking around shooting, and he came out there cool, B- bumping his gun, swagged mm. out, you know, cool, b- mm. bouncing the ball, doing some moves. I said, hey, you want to play play a game? He was like, shit, yeah, what's up? Oh, you challenged from, him. Oh. Yeah, I was just oh. like, you know, you want to play? I mean, he, you know, he came out there looking like, like baby, baby Jordan. So I was like, hey, you want to play? Gotcha. You want to play? And uh, yeah, every game. Mm. Run up and get done up. Boop. Boop. Boop, boop. Serving. Were, were, you, were you hitting him with that old man game? Dog, I was hitting him with every game. <laughs> Nigga. But I, it paid off. It, you know, it, it kicked my ass this morning when I woke up. <laughs> ben Because I was moving. He don't know that. <laughs> nigga, no, he don't know that. Unless he listens to the show, which right. I know he not. But, nigga. You took a cold and a hot nigga, shower. I needed a wheelchair to get up out the fucking bed, yep. bro. I know the feeling, man. And I'm done. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. I uh, <laughs> A few years ago, I played my then 15-year-old cousin in basketball. Because, like, all my younger cousins my entire life, like, I was I'm, – I'm, Probably, well, I'm lying. Um, you know, I'm a little bit older than some of my younger cousins. Like, growing up, they thought I was like Jordan. Yeah. It's just, you know, they were completely delusional, but they thought, like, oh, man, right, right. he's real good. He could play. Yeah. So, a lot of them, as they got older, you know, they eventually wanted to test me. And I've taken them all out one by one. A few years ago, one of my younger cousins, who was 15 at the time, mind you, I, at the time, I'm pushing up on 40. He was like, I heard you used to be like Jordan back in the day. You just, I mean, shit, man, you could probably barely play half court right now. <laughs> and, you know, we're at my cousin's Shots house, and they got fire. a goal in the backyard. I'm like, can't be a punk. Can't be a punk. I was like, man, we could settle this right now. I mean, I'm wearing jeans. But, I, I mean, I, you know, we could settle this right now. This is your goal, too? You say you were willing to get a rash. I was, I was willing to pass out. <laughs> and let me interject. I had on jeans. Oh yeah, and the piece and chain, and I was oh like, man, I was, I was, it was like the eighties out there. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. like a yeah. no good. Yeah, well, I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna let you try to clown me like this, and we on your goal, so I don't have anything to lose. You know this court better than I do, and you know, of course, like all my parents and aunts and uncles, they were like, don't do it, Damien, don't do it. 
the boys 15 i was like no nah, i got i got to do it i got to do it it don't matter and you know and, and he and i said i'm gonna let you pick the stipulations what we going to he said he said first one to five i said a silent prayer of thanks because i didn't want to go beyond anything uh you know anything beyond five i was like oh first to five cool let's go for it yeah and i hit him i hit him with the back to the goal old man game back down and you know it was just i went up like 3-0 he had a couple jumpers. He tried to be cute and just cross up and come back to the same spot. It didn't work on me because I wasn't really playing defense or moving. See, with young folks, you ain't really got to play defense. You just got to stand in place and wait for them to come just back. Let, yeah, that's it. But then that game point, I was too tired to even drive. <laughs> so I just, I, just, I just hit that triple threat, faked right, pulled up, bounced off the rim once and went in. Yep. I just walked in the house without even dapping them up. That's oh. it. Hey, that's how you do and He was it. like, run it back, run it back, nah, run it back, nah, run it nah, back. Nah. I was like, nah, you said first to five, man. It's, it's a wrap. I'm going to go eat some crawfish now. Nah, it did. I was talking to him the whole time. Me too. I was talking. I said, you know what? Like, because it, it got up to like 16-4. I said, you know what? Mm. This will only make you better. So, oh, this is only going to make you better. You I hit it with the life lessons. Trust me. It's only going to make you better. When you well. play people like that, it's only going to gonna make you better yeah well, now, <laughs> granted now that that dude is like 21 um i'm i'm, I'm not i'm not gonna play him anymore got, uh, but you know as I long as as i've told all of them i said i'm only gonna play y'all once and beat y'all once you only get one shot to take the crown and right now i still got the belt so yeah. ain't no rematches out here well, no my need. scenario is different my cousin used to be the uh Sparring partner for George Foreman. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. when he came out of jail, I was always talking noise. So because uh, it nigga look like Mr. Sandman from Mike Tyson Punch Out. For real, no shit. Just, like if you took Mr. Sandman out of that fucking game with Bandit in real life, that's my cousin Amos. If he listening, because he know I'm listening to the show. So we got sparring partner and jail time. Right. Yeah. So okay. He, he he a big motherfucker. He, he said he had to fight daily to keep motherfuckers off of him. Like that's how savage he is. Yeah. 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 So. But he a funny dude. Damn. Like the talk noise to him. Like I can always like as a kid, that's all that's all I did. You I'm know, laughing all his jokes. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I talk like, crazy <laughs> shit. So one day, one day he was like, hey, I was like, man, now nah, you know, I was cut up, and I was like, yeah, man, you ain't shit. That's I got these hands for you. Just bump a gun. He said, all right, next time I come to your mama's house, I'm gonna bring all my equipment, and we're gonna see what you're talking about in the backyard. Well, one day he just popped up over there, and I was my homegirl was over there, and I was trying to press my homegirl. This is a chick that I was trying to shoot at. So my mom, uh, my mom had made gumbo and shit. So we all out there chilling. So Amos, hey, cuz, what's up? I'm in the neighborhood. I said, oh man, not today, dog. I'm on a date, kinda, you know. Mm-mm. And he like, oh no, nah. remember that noise you was talking? Hey, I got my gloves. I got your brand new mouthpiece. I'm gonna let you open it up. He gave me my mouthpiece. It was already in a package, unsealed. Let me seal. I break it open, I put it in, and she laughing at me because she see the size difference. Like, nah, like, nah, it really like you little, you, you little Mac or whatever, and you gonna go get Mr. Sandman for real. So I'm like, ah oh, man, you know, you know, I'm trying to psych myself. I'm dancing around the patio, like, ah, he, he whack, you know what I'm saying? So you're like, yeah, all right, check, check this out. I'm gonna give you twenty punches. He said, hey, did twenty, I'm gonna, twenty before he swings once. Yes Ooh. Except but when I swing once I'm gonna let you know If you don't ball up Ooh. Anyway I'm hitting you I'm hitting you Ooh. So he gave me The little helmet thing The little bit special ed helmet <laughs> And I'm like oh, 20 licks I know I, I, I can move the bag So I know That ain't nothing I, I, I gotta Hit him You know what I'm saying it was, two, it was three minutes He gave me three minutes Damn And 
My homegirl, she dying laughing because she like, oh, I see you fight for real, but I ain't never seen you fight nobody this big. But you got on gloves, so it's a different story. Yeah. And I'm like, stop talking me out of it. She's like, you ain't got to do this for me. You, 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 yeah, I'm like, nah. I said, because if I back down now, I can't talk shit to him no more. Well, my mama come out there. Uh, so, you know, I feel like you can't lose in front of mama. Ooh, mama like, baby. You, you losing in front of mama and you losing in front of the person you're trying to shoot your shot for. Yes. Oh. So... All right, damn, ding ding! <laughs> I'm, I'm swinging, dog. I'm, I'm leaning in with all my might. I'm trying to. He ain't budging. I mind you, he probably got a good ten percent body fat, if that, on him. Yeah, yeah. Everything is just broke. Yeah, and I have to look up. Mm. So I'm swinging, I'm punching, and I get to punch fifteen, and I'm tired. Was it fifteen haymakers? Yeah, fifteen. Yeah. Just. I did some overhand rights. I did undercut. I was trying to uppercut him. Because that's where he set you up. That yeah. 20 punches is going to wear you out. Dog. And you know, them gloves, it, it, my bad, them gloves is just soften the blow. Just soften yeah. the blow. So I got to 20. He said, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> and when he smiled, he got that gold tooth. I and that's the last thing I see. And it was just a blinding light of pain. like, boom. And I heard the punches. I heard me. It's like, it's like yo, my spirit stuck outside, and I'm looking at a dude punch a body of meat. Just your hey, spirit was like, I don't want to be around to see this shit. You were you were literally playing Mike Tyson's punch out, nigga. Virtue with no virtue, and he drove me from where I was standing there because we had a jacuzzi in the backyard. He he drove me from the jacuzzi pause all the way to the back of the fence, like damn. And, and this was it was even it was less than a minute. And I dang, so when he lit up, <laughs> I know he ain't lit up. And all I thought he was still punching because <laughs> it was like 800. It was like the, it was a fed of punches and still hitting me. And everybody was dying, dog. And I, I was embarrassed. I was like, I had this one little tear come out my eye like the little Indian dude on the commercial. I was like, yeah, man, it, it didn't hurt that bad. But shit, that next day felt like I was in a car wreck, dog. Like my whole body like locked up on me, yeah. So yeah, shout out to that poor Amos, man. But uh, that's what I stop talking noise to people uh, older. You know, I, I think I'd rather play basketball against some motherfucker. That kind of ego versus the yeah. pain and ego. Yeah. That's yeah. not even. Yeah. Ooh man, yeah. Uh, boxing, I don't, Damn, I don't know. Nah, man, you had too much going against you. Yeah, I tried though. I ain't, I ain't no punk. I ain't back down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, box, boxing just ain't. I, I, playfully, yeah, but. That shit ain't never been appealing to me, bro. But I did have to remember then in my older years, like, nigga, that boy was in a pen. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah, what were you doing? That's he what was I'm in saying. the pen. That Anybody, the- like, I know people who have had no boxing experience that have been in the pen. I'm just like, man, we cool. Nah. nah. I ain't never gonna talk shit Yo, to you. That was that youthful vigor, bro. That's what it was. And that yeah, pie y'all, y'all kicking the penguin thinking yeah. like, hey, hey, I can do this. <laughs> you ain't shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> nah. Shit. Nah, bro. I tell you that Bushwick Bill song be pumping me up. Signs ain't shit. Yeah. I should have thought about that. <laughs> Folded your ass up. Oh he, man, he folded me like a wet piece of paper. Could he still whip your ass now? Probably. He's still big. Is yeah. he? I he's told, still here. Yeah. Okay. Matter of fact, okay. uh, I seen him last year when we uh, did the uh, Black Heritage Festival. We just happened to run up on him, and he just happened to be there with his son. I'm like, yo. And I told Grief, yo, we ever go on tour, this is the bodyguard right here. Like, nigga, <laughs> we ain't got to worry about shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. Did uh oh go ahead go no ahead, that's, no sorry. did did um did any of you check out uh the Roxanne Shantae movie did it loved it uh, I I hated it and then I loved it towards the end 
Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. What uh, what was uh, what was going on with it? What it was, it seemed like it was like uh, they showed her up coming her upbringing, and she was a little kid. I'm talking about under the age of nine, rapping against people twice her age, and asking her mom permission if she could cuss. And her mom was like, "Shit, if they give me fifty dollars, you can do whatever you want." So apparently, she was a vulgar, uh, uh, fly, poetic little child. And they just seen her growing up, so it's like, all right, all right, all right, you watching it, and they're showing these stages of her life as a preteen or whatnot, going into, and you're like, oh, she's the best, she's the best, but you don't hear her spit. You hear, always hear her about to spit, then they change and go to another scene. Yeah. That's what I hate. Yeah. That's what I hate. It's like that DJ that plays that song, like everybody amped up, and before the song even dropped the first verse, he, he goes to the next song. Shit, yeah. Like you at the strip club, yeah. and they trying to get more money out of you, and they switch the songs. Like, yeah, yeah, it was like that. Yeah, she, for about the first 45 minutes. Yeah, she could also boost the fly gear for you from, from Oh yeah, the stores, and they showed that. Yeah, from Bloomingdale's. Yeah, she was yeah. she was she was a pro at that. She, she was about them about them streets. She was definitely She was out there. She, she was a hood rat with a heart of gold. She was out there. And she took she wanted to take care of she's a very overprotective big sister. Like she she her sisters meant the world to her. That was dope. Uh they they did good by showing showing the layers. Yeah, yeah. They did good by showing yeah. layers because she had like like you said she had a heart of gold, mm-hmm. but situation they needed money. Yeah, and she was out there. And mama, mama, doing mama, the thing. mama was gotta do what you gotta do. Mama wasn't being mama no more because mama was getting scorned because her past love. She gave her past love for twenty thousand dollars, which on her part was dumb. For, for okay, so you gotta set it up though. What? Yeah. So <laughs> her mom was she? Her mom had saved up twenty G's. Spoiler alerts. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. hey. Twenty G's, 20 from, G's. from working and yeah. not, scrubbing not toilets. Like, yeah, scrubbing toilets. Shut Roxanne within battle raps. Right. And so this was over a period of like five years. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gave the gave the bread to the daddy. To the was that the daddy though? That was supposed to be the that, daddy. That was, was daddy. Okay, that was the daddy. So that was the daddy. Gave the bread to the daddy. Told all the kids because they were supposed to move mm-hmm. out the projects. Mm-hmm. And he did the LeBron, you know the LeBron meme where he just he, he deuced it. Mm. <laughs> oh man, no, he just, and, and then you gotta think about like that. You a cold ass nigga. You got four little girls and a wife, and you just like oh and, shit, I'm gone. Ghosted nigga, ghosted yeah, with twenty D's in the eighties. The dip, <laughs> the dip. And nigga, but, I, I hope it was on crack. That man did the Homer Simpson just ghost into the back. So but, mama was scorned, nigga. I'm talking about she drunk and scorned, drunk and scorned. Who played the mama? Me alone. Mia. See, man, y'all need to stop messing Mia. up with fine women. Now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Like, damn, I better about that look shit like me alone, but it just don't matter, <laughs> right? But you know, I'm it sure just she so, did. You know, Roxanne was uh, with an abusive old ass nigga. Like that nigga was old. Like that nigga was damn our age, and he fucking with a little sixteen year old. Like yeah. yo. You know, Even back then, that's nasty. You know, he had the Alpo, yeah, Rich Porter gear on. Yeah, you know, buying her little fur coats here and there. He got it in her head. You know what I'm saying? And you know, he was selling it, selling it and using it at the same Busting time. Busting that jaw open. Like mm. he, he fucked up. He was like turning her ass for a minute though. Uh, and then you can see why she wasn't light. You know what I'm saying? That's for about all the other females and stuff in that rap industry. Yeah. Because she yeah. was super duper cocky. Yeah. Yeah, the shit with her and Marla. When Marla was trying to tell her about herself and she didn't want to listen to that nigga. They fucked over, though. They did. but They she, fucked over. But she... But she, she <laughs> 
<laughs> she was a cocky little broad though. It don't matter, but they fucked over. They did. Uh, like, look, man. Shane look. looked out for for what I'm understanding. Shane and Sparky <laughs> D, they looked out for a lot. Where's the and money? This. Oh man, somebody stole the yeah, money. They fucked. They can't over. pay you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, like like she did a show and they gave him like a hundred dollars. She's like a hundred dollars. Everybody gotta eat. He he was yeah. like, yeah, we had to we had to give everybody we had to pay everybody else in the crew because we all gotta eat. Mm-hmm. Like, was like, it was like some yeah. I'm triggered. Industry rule number four thousand and eighty. Mm. Record company people are shady. Yeah. The, the, yeah. You know, if you feel the, because I know I know your taste. I'm gonna check it out this week. I, I, I usually don't mess with music biopics that much because a lot of them they just talk about like they really hype up the struggle to make it in the biz, and then they talk about the rise and fall. But I, from what y'all are saying, I like the fact that they're talking. They're giving more of a history. Uh, yeah. Family history, and you know conditions outside of just the music that that makes her. And it wasn't a musical. It was. It was Thank not you. a fucking. It's not to get down. Music. Mama, I want to rap. And then they go into a whole number. She want to rap. She want to rap. She uh. want to rap. <laughs> just let her rap. And most of those musicals don't even let you use the original music. No, so no, like, uh, no. I don't know. No, they didn't use not one. I think they probably had a break. Uh, what's the one? What's the one where she's talking about? Shit, can't think of the name of well, it. Well, they they did you they when when they showed the scene where she she recorded with Marley, yeah. the Roxanne's Revenge. They used that. The, the one one dope part though, one dope part was when you know you know the you know when they the um, back in the day when she did the show with Biz Marquis and he was just beatboxing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that was dope. That, that was, was a dope part. Okay, that was the dopest because part it was like. Part. Like you, that's how like when you first it. heard it. Wait, this, like, did Biz Marquis play Biz Marquis? <laughs> no, no. They found no, someone no, to play they, Biz Marquis. Uh, yes, he was just as Nick, hideous. Nigga, yeah, nigga look, look just like Biz yes. too. I and did a double take. And had to play Nas and uh, little mm-hmm. nappy head version of Nas. Not Sierra first, and then Nas. And he was in the get down. Yeah. And, and and I was, they, but they were kind of historically wrong on one aspect. Which when, part? When she saw him again, his name was the rapper Nas. Or it was nasty Nas, right? Because he didn't go by just Nas right. at the time. Yeah. Right. I was like, y'all could have corrected that. That's something that over. Yeah, that's a I major. Think, I think they were just trying to, like, no, trying to sell the that. rapper Nas yeah. or nasty Nas. Like, yeah. come on. And then yeah, he that, spit for that's, it. That's for the purist. He, he almost was nervous. <laughs> he almost was nervous, but he delivered it like Nas, and I thought that was kind of dope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, damn. Yeah, decent yeah, actor on that. Um, Martial Law Ali. Uh, he played that part well as a, uh, the Alpo esque dope dealer. Yeah, B boy, pedophile, slash coke boy, uh, slash snort boy. Yeah, you boy. would say he's a pedophile because he was slash pedophile sixteen, mm. and he was. But she was good, 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 mm, mm, good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man. That's yeah, a yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was. Check it, it out. And the music. And the name of it is Roxanne, 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 Roxanne on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. man. Look, and, 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 and when you guys actually have but a pen and piece of paper and just write down all the cameos of people who you think is around, like it took me a while to. Oh, oh, that's MC Shan. Oh shit. Oh, that's Biz. You know what I'm saying? Like. Just, I was looking for uh, Big Daddy or some, people like oh, that. Nah. I didn't see none of them. Mm. Uh, I was looking for Craig G. Because that was before that time, though. That was before that's that. They didn't. They didn't that's come in. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. They, they, they didn't. Okay. They didn't. They weren't even around yet. Oh, oh, oh yeah. okay. Well, that's yeah. how far back she goes. Because if you job. remember, she wasn't even around when they was doing the symphony. Yeah, she was shit. already done. Yeah, yeah. 
She was probably in school by then. Yeah, Shan, uh, Shan was dope. The dude that played with Shan, because I didn't think, I didn't know he was that instrumental in her career too. Like he was just one mm-hmm. of the neighbors. He already knew she was wrong. So yeah, damn. Okay, until Boogie Down Productions took him down. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that is uh, <laughs> something to check out. And uh, it looks like we're going to head into our first break. And we'll be back in just a couple moments with From Houston. With love. Yeah, just check out that. That Roxanne movie is good, though. It's good. And, fellas, get your own Netflix subscription, man. Oh, yeah, something a parasite. Hey, man, I'm parasiting off of my wife. Oh, I can't help well, it. Well, that doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, it do. I was, well, before, yeah, before I was count. with her, I was still I'm parasiting. Because I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> you married now. My Netflix is my wife's name. so uh, <laughs> Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just, but I got my own Amazon Prime account. I, hey, you know what? I just did. I just did that uh, two months ago. Changes I, your I got, life. I was tired of parasiting off of my wife. Yeah, on hers too. <laughs> we'll be right back. Deuce. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome black. Welcome black space cadets and all juke joint holders. This oh is the most God. dangerous show on all real radio. <laughs> this is from Houston with love. Tell it like it is. <laughs> Don't play no games with me. <laughs> man, so, I miss those kind of commercials, man. I'm sorry. No, my brother, you what must get those, your like, own. music anthology commercials, man. I know, right? That's how you, that's how I learned about half the shit I listened to. Yeah, like, the internet. Oh shit, that was that. That was the original. Go the tell fuck? it on the mountain. <laughs> and you just get over snippets. the hills and yeah. everywhere. We have more eighty gospel classics <laughs> like Haley <laughs> Jackson. Yeah, the, the, the little clouds of joy. <laughs> <laughs> little Negro sitting in the first pew. <laughs> oh shit! But like, oh, the deacon did daddy wrong. The who? What? The deacon? The deacon? Did, okay, I was about to say the dick. These are titles. The dick that did daddy. Oh, oh, wow. like, oh, hey, what you're I mean, doing? I'm just saying. <laughs> Me and him on the I'm same like, page. Oh, oh, I, I don't want that page. <laughs> oh. Gospel porn. I'm not really familiar with that. What? Blind little Alabama boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. shit oh boy. Um. <laughs> so. We were we were talking about this. Uh, well, actually, we've been talking about movies off and on since the show has been on, mm-hmm. and um, came up with this came up with this piece that we're going to, uh, I guess, discuss about mm-hmm. ourselves. Perhaps Uh-oh. I don't know why I'm sounding like that. Mm-hmm. I'm starting I'm starting to do that a lot. I think I'm getting. I think it's because I'm getting older, getting man. Old and washed. I'm man. thinking. I'm thinking before I speak and mm-hmm. shit. Uh-huh. All right, maybe it's the bill. All right, so. What are what are three uh, three movies mm-hmm. that influenced you guys, like as far as like in an artistic sense to do what you do? It could be you know whatever. Kind of like as, creative inspiration. Yeah, creative. Like yeah, that. creative inspiration okay. to to do what you do. I mean, it, and and you know, it, it it doesn't have to be all black. It doesn't have to you know just three three movies that that gave you creative inspiration to do what you do now. Uh, I guess we can go one at a time. Um, yeah, my, all of mine happen to be black, but um, <laughs> D-Ray, you can go first. No, no, no y'all go first. <laughs> okay. Look, cause he going on top of the head. He wants, okay. <laughs> so first one for me is, um, and this is going to age me, Blazing Saddles. Yeah, but that's technically yeah. not a black one. Okay, that's Blazing not. Saddles. But for me, I remember watching that as a child, and you know. 
I grew up, my old man watched westerns all the time. I never really got into westerns, to be honest. They, you know, except for a couple of like the great, great ones, I never got into them at all. But I remember watching Blazing Saddles with him one time, and I was, I didn't really understand why I was so drawn to it at the time, but I realized later that it was because of the, the social commentary that was involved in it. Like that was a, it was a comedy with levels of racial social commentary right. that people are even afraid to address today. Right. Like, and it was just very overt where you have a black sheriff coming into an all white country town. What are white women at? In the middle of, <laughs> yeah, in the middle of Chugwater, Wyoming. Shout out to John. And it was just very overt racism, mm -hmm. but it was funny mm -hmm. at the same time. And they he can never make that movie today. No, nope. cannot make it today same. because nope. people would be all up in their panties about it. That's my father's favorite movie, by the way. Wow. Okay. He loves westerns, and on top of that, it's so overtly racist. Yeah. it's up there. Cleavon, so Cleavon Little, Cleavon Little, Little, man. Yeah. So when I when I started getting into a realm where. I became more interested in cinema and even writing or eventually directing cinema. That was one of the first things I thought about. Like you can make art that's that, that crosses a couple of different genres. Yes, it was a comedy, but it was also very deeply involved in social commentary as well. And it's timeless and still, still holds up today. Yeah. That movie could come out today the way it is and still be as relevant as it was that long ago. However long ago it was seventies. Yeah, maybe early in that sixties. No, was, no, it was seventies. Okay, seventies. Yeah, yeah, it's been around for a minute, and it's you know it's good that they even back then with Cleavon Little and Gene um, Gene Wilder, mm -hmm. how they always you know they they made a good pairing, and, and eventually Gene Wilder would go on to pair up with Richard Pryor, and they they had kind no, of yeah. funnier Negro <clears throat> that whole biracial tag team. That that sound like a, that, that, like a porn. I know, I know. Biracial man. tag team of Gene the, Wilder and Pryor. The dick that did the deacon in. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so my first one is Blazing Saddles. Dick him down, Deacon. Part two. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Cashman. Yeah. So I, I've had. I, it's a slew of movies that we could name, right? And I'm a. Um, I'm an 80s, well, you know, 70s baby, but 80s, 80s kid that made me, it raised me. Um, and it was, it was it was several that I could go off of, but it's one that, that really sticks in my core because of the title mm -hmm. and what went on in the movie. And the name of this movie is The Secret of My Success. Mm, good one. And The Secret of My Success, it, so I was probably, uh, I, I can't I, I don't I can't remember probably about probably about uh what nine years old when it came out probably and I and I, I kind of really was under you know you kind of understanding what life is around that time and kind of things are starting to stick to you but I understood the hustle of Michael J Fox in that movie right because you got to remember and it's an all white movie <laughs> but it's the, all the, white but the storyline I understand. Like, so this dude come from a small town, he started working in the mailroom, mm -hmm. and he hustled his way playing somebody else. Yep. His uncle is the head of the company. He works in the mailroom. He takes on an alter ego and works his way up to the top by working in the mailroom at the same time being the alter ego, yep. working his way up into the executive life. I remember. And when I saw that, I understood that hustle. Like... <laughs> 
The, you know, like, you know, because, you know, he. It's he, like being know, a black man in America. It's like being a fucking black man in America. And my little nine year old mind, I'm, I'm, I'm watching this dude do hustle the system. Not saying all black people hustle the system, but some of us have to. So <laughs> A lot of us have to because we come in and people have diminished expectations of us. Right. And we always have to prove ourselves and excel. And sometimes we have to do it out of their view so they don't try to shut us down. Exactly. Man. And, and you, you, you heard what you just said. It's levels to the shit. Damn. Because he's he playing his position in their face and behind their back. He doing the damn thing and working his way up straight to the top, man, because mm. he already had that mind power and also the hustle. And so watching that movie, man, it, it just really, it, it really, because uh, I already have, like, naturally, I already have a, um, I'm an introvert, but I have a hustler's mentality as far mm -hmm. as, like, I'm going to go to where I'm going to go. I don't give a fuck what you tell me right. where I need to be. I'm going to be, I'm going to the party. Yep. <laughs> so I'm going to get to the party. Don't matter how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get to the party. And I learned that. From watching that fucking movie. That's dope. That fucking movie showed me how to, and I, I don't want to say play the system, mm -hmm. but it showed me how to work within the system to get what the fuck I wanted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that that really helped that, and that helped me also. That just seeing seeing how how that character it was it, he was um, Brentley Foster and also Carlton Whitfield mm -hmm. <laughs> at the same you know so. Those are his two two characters he had to play in between, mm. but it showed me and it, and it, and it really came to light as I got older what I I had to do right. in order to move around in this society in order to in order to get to where I wanted to go if somebody tried to put roadblocks in front of my ass Absolutely. you know what I'm saying that's a good one that's a really so good yeah choice. yeah secret of my success man all right okay. well mine's is about this young African American kid he's a young father. Oh, it's the summertime, it's hot You know He's fresh to death all the time In baseball jerseys and Jordans <laughs> Damn He thanks Damn. God for the right nipple and the left nipple I knew You took one of mine <laughs> He has a friend that says his name And and it kind of gets on my nerves And he ends up being a power maniac His name is <laughs> And um Samuel L. Jackson is a crazy deranged DJ. And uh, this guy being a pizza delivery guy, he's making a lot of money. And he's living in a African-American neighborhood but working for an Italian pizzeria where most of their patrons are African-American. But black, hey, man, but Sal don't want to put no black people on the wall, man. So one day, Sal's son comes outside and he steps out on bug outs, Jordan Forrest. The cement joints and leaves a stain on them. Then didn't wipe them off. And this gentrified neighborhood was brownstone where they were sitting at called the stoop. And then my man Radio Raheem, man, lost his life after some D motherfucker. D batteries in the convenience store. They set the whole neighborhood to blaze where a young Mookie throws a metal trash can through the window. And he didn't do the right thing. <laughs> or did he? <laughs> or did, or did he? he? <laughs> the and the name of that movie no, is uh, Do the Right Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do the wrong thing like Mookie. Mookie and his friends didn't do the right thing. Yeah. They did the opposite of that. <laughs> that was one of the ones that was originally on my list as well. Oh, I'm um, sorry. No, no, that's that's hey, great minds. That's, great minds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now what was it about this movie that inspired you creatively? Uh 
Thank Besides you for the Rosie Perez. <laughs> <laughs> and the ice. And the ice. That inspired me that has lasted all the way to my adult years. Um, Fight the Power has yes. always been one of my favorite songs. And I can never imagine it without Rosie Perez dancing it. Um, I, that was one of the first times I can remember, at, at least as far as a hip-hop influenced movie, or mm-hmm. a movie in the hip-hop generation where... A song defined a movie it did. itself, and it was like yeah. it was an integral part of intricate part of the movie yeah. itself, like and stood on its own at the same time. Yeah, like, it did. Yeah, that did. movie and that song. And basically, you see the real video. You seen all that shit. You like, oh, all these black people together. Yep. Nobody's fighting. Nobody getting shot. And they're they're at least that we saw. That's what we saw. Yeah. And <laughs> shit, you had the S1Ws down there. It was beautiful, but Professor Griff was out there. But you know, but oh, <laughs> but fuck all that. Rosa Perez punching the air, and biker shorts, and just like straight up time. humping the air, basically. Yeah. And those things are jumping. Yeah. Oh man, dude, she's still so, fine, by the way, and still fine with that annoying ass voice. Yeah. Mookie. Oh my god. But yeah. yeah, and then the love affair between Ozzy and R- Ruby D. Oh man, mm-hmm. I love that couple, man. Like they're acting and their their black love that they brought on. Film shows a lot. It said that they had. A, it said they had highlight. an open, open marriage. Yeah, I heard that too. I can see that because you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. You know, well, hey, I mean, I mean I'm swingers just, and humdingers. Swingers and humdingers, baby. Saying, you know, that's boing, boing, that's the rumor. You know, the um, reason the reason why I felt that movie was because at the time, especially coming after school days, I was a huge fan of Spike Lee. Just period. Yes. Yeah. And by that time, I started becoming familiar with the way that he worked and how. He did a lot of things outside of the Hollywood system, like things like self-financing his movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he did what's the equivalent today of crowdfunding, where he right. would get he would get money from other people um, to to help fund his projects, even if it was charging up a bunch of credit cards. His thing was, I'm going to make a movie the way that I want to make it, mm-hmm. outside of waiting for Hollywood to give me this money. And that mm-hmm. was the one thing about that. Again, when we start getting into what do I want to do creatively, eventually, he's like. However you get it done, get that shit done. Mm-hmm. And if you can't depend on your own community, then you got to do it yourself by That's hook right. or by crook. What's your second one? My second one, since you took that one, um, is Schindler's List. Oh, shit. By oh, Steven damn. Spielberg. I've never seen that. Man. It is <laughs> one of, I know, that, that's a, that's like a, damn. That <laughs> <laughs> way over there. <laughs> So I thought it was a movie about a club. But. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it's uh, that's that's one of my probably one of my top five movies of all time, and it's it's Damn. it's. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, no, it's, I have not. Seen it. I it's it's a it's a deep movie, and I can't. One of the reasons why it affected me so much, and it, I loved it when it first came out, but then I don't know if I ever told y'all about the. Um, the bank customer I had that one time that had actually survived the concentration camp. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but a lot of, a lot of what she told me resonated, like a lot of what she told me mirrored a lot of the things that happened in Schindler's list and Schindler's list to this date is still my favorite Spielberg movie because yeah. it's, it's a very, first of all, it's a very, a lot of people gave it critical acclaim and it, you know, it won awards, but I still think in the pantheon of movies, it's still kind of underrated. But it's, it's a story that told me that one of the ways to win an audience is to really illustrate the human condition. 
and there's a way that you can you can talk about the struggle by focusing on the people who are trying to make right by the struggle. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know what Schindler's List is about, uh, Schindler is was a businessman who, in a nutshell, tried to spare a lot of Jews from going into concentration camps by employing them mm-hmm. at his factory. Even though his factory wasn't really making shit, he, he employed them and he worked at a loss for however many years just so they could pretend to be German citizen not, and not have to go to concentration camps. So for me, yes, they did show a lot of the struggle in the beginning, but the beauty in the story was the fact that here was a man who risked everything. Like he was a very rich man who risked everything to, to save people. And it taught about, you know, I don't really have feelings. I'm dead inside. So the movie itself <laughs> talked about compassion and really risking it all to save people. And again, that's another thing that when you want to, when you want to start working on projects and, and, and coming up with messages to deliver to people, you know, bring people up with you. Um, don't always, you know, even if you have what you want, don't always sit on your laurels and not look at those who could benefit from what you have to offer right. as well. Right. And that movie resonated with me on so many levels. And, uh, man, shout out to D-Ray for Instagramming. Wow. We're talking. Like, <laughs> I had to put something on that. Someone that messaged me about something real quick. <laughs> he, is, he is the most, like, he's the most consistent Instagrammer that I know of, man. <laughs> you know, it definitely pays off. You have the most lit, uh, most lit timeline yeah, in all of Instagram. As opposed to generate into dollars sometimes. <laughs> it will someday. Oh, man. We're going to make When Thugs Cry, the movie. We got the clothing line coming out, so. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. So that was my second one, uh, Mr. Don. Okay. Shandler's this. Mm-hmm. Do a curveball. He really yeah. did. Okay. Didn't see that coming. My my second one is Boomerang. Ha! Oh, first the fat boys break up. Nah, this. nah, this. <laughs> Marcus Graham, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus Graham. There's a dude that I work with, and I just get on his nerves. Dog, everybody has Marcus. Marcus, 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 Marcus darling. <laughs> yes, I, I know so many Marcus. They hate, they hate that movie. <laughs> darling, man, look, dog. Now you know we talk about Black Panther. He's not gay. Mm-hmm. My brother's gay. We, we talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's not gay. My my brother's gay. <laughs> we talk about Black Panther. You know, having an all black cast. Mm-hmm. Boomerang had, had a blue a, black cast. It had, it, had, it, had, it had it had some had some, the high yellow to the yes. blue black. Look, man. Look, man. The full diaspora. Look. look. And, and and you know Eartha Kid she was in shape like yeah, she I'm was just, I'm Eartha just saying Kid was bad most of her life Eartha Kid was was wait is she still alive nah, nah she, she, yeah, she, she, was, she was bad most of her life yeah she yeah. was she was a dime piece when she was on there I mean, oh no she some, looked like an alien to me some, still nah nah she was dime she I was understand a dime alien I understand Marcus dilemma <laughs> he just said uh, just a little darker she just looked like she looked like she could put it on you that's yeah, what yeah. she yeah. was. 
She like was in shape. Like she she, she, she Did things. you see what she did with her leg when she was yeah. standing? Like uh, that's nasty. Don't make me do that. Hey man, see, like, just just look at the young if, pictures. If thirty seven year old Eartha Kid was here right now and did that, you'd be like, Excuse but that was thirty seven. That was like, it don't matter. If, was, if fifty three year old Eartha Kid was here right now doing that, you'd be like, excuse me, fellas. Yeah, but that was eighty something. Same person. Hey, hey, look. That was too much loose skin for me. Hey, look, dog. She's the same person. Yeah, I just had to take that L like Marcus. Yeah. But I will say yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. Like you know, it showed it represented black people in the right light, and throughout the whole movie, boomerang bros with nasty toes. You show, hey man, she and created they they created hey, something. Hey man, a lot, a lot of girls. I have been against got, nasty toes. A lot of girls, girls got hammer toes hey, like dudes, man. I have man. been against the net. I don't care how bad you are on the face. If I see them toes and they West Side, Misty oh. Copeland, ballerina. Oh, still. Okay, that's different. Her job how's requires your toes to be fucked up. And she's a millionaire. She get them toes fixed. <laughs> These chicks out here, they out here short changing out. I seen a chick the other day, all her toes was the same except her big toe. And she had a little bit of nail on all of them. It had a nerve to have them holes hot. And and see, and yeah. who, who he's re- uh, re- referring to is uh, Leela Rashawn. Who had the hammer toes? Oh, that's what it was. Yes, that was Lila Rashawn who had the hammer oh. toes. So you saying you would have so passed Lila Rashawn back then? Yeah, you'd have passed her up. Yes, you see how big she is now? No, back then. We talking about back then? And no. toes look like that. Yeah, we talking about back then. Yeah, I oh. wouldn't do it. Oh, you weren't about that. Well, you ain't about that life. Yeah, have you seen them toes? At yeah. one point back in time, Lila Rashawn was the most beautiful person in the but world. Have at you the seen? Time. You see why she was so? I don't. I don't. We we talking about? I don't care about right <laughs> no, now. I ain't talking about now. I'm talking about oh Lila Rashawn when she had the hammer toes on Boomerang, and oh. I don't give a fuck. Oh. Even if she had the hammer toes then, it would have went. She made too down. much money for ugly toes. She was man. also so. She was also sunshine, huh? Yes, yeah, she yep. was sunshine. Yep. Throw it in there. Also, yep. an Eddie Murphy movie. Mm-hmm. Man, Boomerang. It, it influenced me because at that mm. point I was in high school and I'm understanding females at that point. I'm <laughs> writing. Oh, I'm I, writing. I, I, I that. Are you so you thought, bro? No, no. I I was understanding. <laughs> Coming to an understanding. Coming I, I was, to. Because we sound too sure. Hey, hey, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm glad you said that. I was coming to an understanding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was coming to an understanding. Yes, sir. About about females. Boy, I think they was Skeeter. Boy, I think they was Skeeter. About female, females at that time. Hey, talk about mosquitoes. And, and it, it helped. Like at that point, I thought I thought I wanted to be in corporate America, and 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 be like Marcus Graham as far as professional wise. Yeah, I want to you know be in the mailroom. Ain't gonna lie. <laughs> hey, I mean, no, no, no. But I'm just saying, just like the representation of the uh, the the wool being over your eyes. I mean, but it was cool, you know, because it represented black folk in a in a positive light. Right. And he was on his way to doing some things till Robin Givens kind of threw the monkey wrench in this whole situation, fucked mm-hmm. this whole shit up. But oh, hot cheekbone heifer. From from that movie, from that movie, and you know, I was writing my rapidy raps, getting getting started writing my rapidy raps for real, for real. Then, but it it, it kind of kind of set me up for how I see things now, because yep. like just the layout of it. The layout of how it was written and all that shit, it was just dope. The colors, the colors, and mm-hmm. all of that in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like even the oak tree, <laughs> the yeah. oak tree uh, fashion that they was wearing for the for the '90s. Like the colors was on point, and that kind of opened my eyes up to something 
different at that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I think Eddie Murphy's movies in general, I've always appreciated them because he's always shown black people in in positions of from anywhere from normalcy to to great influence. He didn't do. He never did like the Except struggle. Dave. Yeah, he never did the struggle shit. You know, he was either a, a savvy businessman, an right. African king. Right. He a came alien, up on Wall Street. Um, a goofy nerd. Okay, he, he did have both things. Norbit, both things. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> he did That's have, still yeah, he's like, okay. yeah. That was later on. That was that was later on. That was later on. Norbit was that okay? That okay? Norbit was his redemption. Norbit yeah. don't count either. I, was was, was Norbit was was Norbit like should. was that post uh, prostitute or was that that was post post, post prostitute? Yeah, yeah, that was post. Everything after prostitute, I'm just like, you mean we got covered? on ass. Pluto on ass. It doesn't matter if they're a male or female prostitute. Um, Put on ass. You know, <laughs> Dave. I believe in gender fluidity. Now, Daddy Gate Daycare was dope. Yeah, Daddy Daycare. I like I Spot too. But yeah, I, 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 yeah. I we we'll digress. I yeah. digress. I mean, you know, but I'm just saying. But he's always he never done like the struggle hood shit. That a lot of people do. Not that you know, there's necessarily anything bad about girls. it. But he's always been very good about putting black people and, in. And and also he put on. He put on. Uh, he didn't have to put Martin Lawrence in that movie. He didn't have to put David Allen Greer in that movie as well. My yeah. life. Which, which. Uh, Chris Rock. Boomerang. Boomerang. Oh yeah. Chris Rock. Chris cool. Rock was well, well. Chris Rock was his protege, and that you was said already. He didn't, have to, he didn't have to show them. But shine. but but the only reason I say this is because Chris Rock was doing doing stand up like in '87. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So this mm-hmm. movie was like years later, and Martin was kind of still fresh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and David Allen Greer, he doesn't get enough props uh-uh. uh, for his comedic talent. <laughs> funny man, <laughs> he is so he can do subtle, and then he, he can do like kind of outlandish like but yeah. subtle. Yeah, <laughs> he can do the craziest shit without breaking a that Carmichael show. He was that, stupid. That hilarious. shit was yeah. stupid. Um, but that's that's mine. Mine's will be everybody that knows me knows I love Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. but my movie that. I think it sparked not only creativity, but I love the story of Nat Turner. And this was being loosely based kind of Nat Turner ish, that Django Unchained. Such a raw <laughs> fucking movie that it inspired me to just not just give a fuck what about white people at my job. Just the stupid shit they will say sometimes. And I, I just think about that time with just Django just whooping the shit out of him with that goddamn whip before he shot him. <laughs> like that movie was just so over the top with it. And then the fact that it was just so much that went on while they were filming it. You know, like, yeah. uh, what's his name? Uh, pretty Boy, Leo. DiCaprio really cut yeah. his hand. Cut his yeah. hand. Like, literally and had stayed in character. Yeah. Stayed in motherfucking character. How, when he did break character, because they were saying nigga too much, and Samuel Jackson like, nigga, it's just a regular Tuesday for us, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, we the ones... We used to that word. Yo, Caprio really did put his blood on Carrie Washington. Yeah, he man. did. He and did. She, and she said she was freaked the fuck out. Wouldn't you be? Yes. That nigga might have a, all type of hepatitis. You know? <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I got married at that plantation, man. Shut up. Yeah. What? I got wow. married there. That's 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 crazy. But nah. nah Damn. That nigga was at Candyland. I was at I was at Candyland. Motherfucker. Yeah. Damn. Yo, that that's, big, that's that's Sam Jackson coming around the corner with them yellow that ass eyes. That motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That big, that's big, that's big daddy house. <laughs> Leaving big daddy house. We sick. We we sick, master. Wow. When I say powerful movie, man, like I like when uh, not say well, Jamie told him, all right, now say goodnight to Miss What's his name, and that's the slave just goodnight, Miss What's his name. He shot the shit yeah. that bitch. 
the funniest shit to me in the world, dog. Uh, Samuel Jackson played the shit out of the antagonist. Like, I ain't never seen a hater that hate that, hate that hard. <laughs> I mean, never made a hater like Samuel Jackson. Real, in real life Uncle Ruckus, man. That nigga, that nigga, that nigga hated. He played. He hated. No, he hated niggas so much, though. <laughs> he played. This. He played the shit out there, bro. Like you just had to. You loved to hate him in that movie, man. And, like there had to have been a side of Sam Jackson that really does hate niggas that he yeah. just brought out in that movie. Yeah. Like, dog, that scar on his face. <laughs> oh man, he he didn't give a flying fuck. The Mandingo fight, like my my sister be watching, like that, yeah, that would have been your ass back in the like, yeah, knowing me, I love fight videos, I love fighting, so yeah, I think I've been a Mandingo fight. I don't think I've been a nerd uh, to kill a nigga though. Until old buddy, oh, who's old buddy you were talking about a while ago? <laughs> uh, if, imagine you had a Mandingo fighting the dude who's George Foreman's sparring partner. Oh no! And he comes out. Oh shit! I'm gonna die. Like, just, just kill me now. Yeah. Just kill me now. Yeah. Kill me now. I always just literally have to fight dirty. I literally have to. God just fucking eyes out or bite his testicles. Pause. <laughs> bite. Like his just testicles. rip them off. Like just I ha- I'll have to do something something. Life or death. Care. Life or death. Life or death. Okay, okay, dog. Life or death. Life or death. Life or death. Life or death. You wins. gonna do that, something. That wins. That wins. You gonna step outside of your character. Uh, you will. You yes, will. I got you. I got you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I uh, like because if you see how big my motherfucking cousin, I mean the motherfucker's six five and probably a good two eighty. Yeah, life or death. Life or death. Okay, you yeah, have you just else. can't just randomly just. No, nah, you have to hit them in all soft yeah, areas, okay. ears, under the throat, Adam's apple. It has literally like nuts. that's shit nuts. nuts. You have to do underneath the <laughs> under. Well, not some you can't even do under the arm sometimes with some people, but yeah, you have to, man. You have to take them off fast. It's, it's I no, used to do that in fights. I used to hit niggas in their nuts, bro. Who didn't? Yeah, like I learned from wrestling. I learned from wrestling. Yeah, especially being because we were little, dude. Me and you, were, we were yeah. small cats. Yeah, yeah. So you, I was known as a nutcracker, literally. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I do, and they give a Zink. fuck about it. Like literally, I would uh, like literally like zinc the nutcracker, bro. You, you yeah. don't catch it. Yeah, but, but the thing is, you, you don't catch some hands on top of that. So you have to do what you can to fight because. Dude, I I don't have a lot of stamina, and after, <laughs> after three minutes, I'm pretty much spunk that with adrenaline and dopamine. Hear so, that, ladies? Oh, that's, that's that's a different fight. That's a different fight. That kind of fight, I can go all night. So don't let Damien psych you up. Like, oh yeah, that nigga eat no sir. You try to beat something else up, huh? Oh shit, I'm trying to beat it up like <laughs> like a speed speed bag, baby. <laughs> Straight up. Don't let don't let Damien pump you up for that failure, bro. Because it's gonna happen, sweetheart. He go speed bag, y'all. Man, speed <laughs> bag. I did flower by biting next. Don't don't play. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jago and Tumbuku. Oh, All right, so my last one, and this is probably cheating, but I, I just have to be very honest when I say that this movie does inspire me in in ways that I had not understood before, and that is the recently released Black Panther movie. Wow! Because it has taught me that even on a very large level, representation matters. Yep. Uh, tying it back to what we said about Eddie Murphy and how Eddie Murphy at the time employed an all black cast and crew and he was able to do so successfully. I mean, think about the success of like coming to America at the time. That was right. a, that movie is still in rotation today. Yes. And it's still a classic and still funny. 30 years later, for me Black Panther does the same thing, but even on a on a bigger level that shows that despite what people try to tell you that 
if you show an all black movie in Russia or China or Japan or another country that people aren't going to go see it shit it's the highest as of this week it's the highest grossing superhero movie ever ever right. ever ever so right. you know it's 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 a recent reminder that despite what people try to tell you in the age of Trump and all this other shit representation still matters and people want to see black people on the motherfucking TV yep that's and, colorful and on the movie screen because we have a culture yep because we have a culture we have you know it's not the stale fucking you know stale fucking storylines that, that people are used to seeing the same old predictable shit it's some shit that has a character to it and a, and a depth to it that you don't see in other quote unquote non-ethnic type shit right so I know it's cheating Mm-mm. but it has you know that movie affected me on a lot of levels and it's a recent example of it there are it no is rules the black panther black panther we okay. the power from the black panther the king will not be stripped of the power of the black panther and they say if you're light skinned you're from well kinda <laughs> well kinda <laughs> okay alright um so I had to I had to kinda it was a tie and they had to fight it out and Hollywood Shuffle won. Oh, you motherfucker. Hollywood Shuffle won over Goonies. You motherfucker. Man, that was my next one, too. Hollywood Shuffle, dog. Baddy, baddy, baddy. Baddy, baddy, baddy. Yeah, Hollywood Shuffle. Is Where's my bitches? <laughs> I have to watch that movie at least once a year. I've watched that movie at once least once a year. Shit. At least once a year, all the way. Like, I actually make it a point to sit down and say, I need to watch Hollywood Shuffle Every this year weeks, all the way through. It's the blueprint, dog. I'm bleeding, it is. but I'm bleeding cool. I'm bleeding cool. <laughs> Dami. Dami. He is my only brother. Dog, dog, look. I ain't be got no bitches. Dog, dog. <laughs> Winky. Winky dinky. Dog. Soaky. Soaky. Do it. Jerry Curl. Jerry Curl. Jerry Curl. Okay. <laughs> Who are hoecakes? I got hoecakes. Hoes got to eat too. Hoes got to eat too. Hey, bro, bro. And we did. Bro. The nasty. Bro. <laughs> and you know how I like nice. to do the, the, the nasty. Dog. Robert Townsend. Yes. I don't think I said this on the show the first season. Probably. Robert Townsend, bro, does not get the credit he deserves, the dog. The he is black. the grandfather the of black. Hollywood Black man. satire He put all the weigh-ins on All 80 of them He put all, all the weigh-ins on bro If you look at uh, I'm gonna get you sucker And you see You see the uh, I mean cause Keenan did that mm-hmm. he, Of course he put Keenan on But like Marlon Wayans A young Marlon Wayans A young Dan But 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 peep this A young Marlon Wayans Was in the scene When uh, Antonio Fargus Got out of jail mm-hmm. With the with the uh, with the uh, high the high uh, with the, with the aquarium platforms, the fish, yeah. Marlon Wayans was a kid in the back, and if yep. y'all if y'all don't, cause you'll miss him if it's it's like three seconds. Mm-hmm. That young nigga is in the back on there. So I say all that to say, at the beginning, yeah, he put all the Wayans on, bro. Yep, all of them, which beget Jim Carrey and Jamie Fox yeah. and that whole generation everybody. from Living Color, <laughs> which beget everybody after that. This like this this movie here, this movie here it talks about a young man Bobby Taylor, Bobby motherfucking Taylor, who's an actor, who keeps getting presented with stereotypical roles, and they want to be the next Eddie Murphy. <laughs> 
you know, it, it, you know, they, they gave him stereotypical roles, the Eddie Murphy roles, the drug dealer roles, the pimp roles. The pimp roles. You know, when he's just trying to be, he's trying to be a big actor and he has big dreams and they keep giving him, keep giving him the shit that's drummed up in the, in the caucasoid minds of those who are in control. But what does his grandma always tell him, D? It's always work at the, the post, post office. office. <laughs> yep, it's always work. The so, oldest dinosaur in the book. And 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 what's so crazy is 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 that <laughs> this movie describes almost every black man who's doing legal who's doing legal stuff. The hustle <laughs> of the black man to to get on at what they trying to do, yep. bro. Hook a crook, you know what I'm saying. And it describes our lives in here right now. Absolutely, you know true. what I'm saying. Absolutely true. So uh, Hollywood Shuffle, that is the reason. That's that that is Hollywood Shuffle is the sole reason why I do what I do today. From from uh, especially from a, a film standpoint, it's the reason I took uh, theater arts in high school, and it is also the reason uh, that it's also the blueprint to where it has helped me like put together a lot of scripts that I've started to write. Because I just like the format of how he wrote it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it was set. It was it was set up set up right. Robert Townsend. He spent all his money, all the money on the credit cards that he had to get that movie done. Hook a crook. Yep. And you know he's still he's still like you said. D. He is the the uh, the godfather of of, of uh, black film. Yep. To me. Yep. And and I mean you you said it too. But uh yeah, Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah, man. And and that's again another one of those movies that. You know that movie wasn't gonna make a shit ton of movie at the box office, right? But it was a movie that you can tell that he had to make. Like it was, a, it was a story that he had to get out there, and, and I think that movie for any for any, especially any black person that wants to be involved in any aspect of filmmaking, whether in front of or behind the camera, it's almost like required viewing because mm-hmm. it does really illustrate the the perils that a lot of them have to go through in order to get anything done. And it's it's still amazing to this day. Right. He's Murphy esque. <laughs> My uh, movie will be uh, it's working, it's working. <laughs> All the people in the place, let me hear you scream. If you really came to party, I mean everybody said we came to party. We came to party. I say we came to party. <laughs> we came to party. Let's take it on. <laughs> B Street, the king of the beat. They caught you rocking that beat from across the street. <laughs> hey, Lee was the coldest motherfucker in breaking to me before Turbo and Ozone on the West Coast took it. Mm-hmm. Lee showed me, nigga, we don't have to squad. We can break dance fight. Cause you get served, suckers. <laughs> the coldest. That's what the coldest, coldest scenes, yes. dog. That is. Yes. And the the, the 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 main reason I love this movie not only because of that aspect, but they just also show other cultures of interpretive dance and shit in that nature. And I told you boys before, I I love dancing and I love mm-hmm. dancers and I love dances of all aspect. You know, whether whether whatever they're doing, you know what I'm saying. But just a form of expression. But B Street is, is it always created that creative spark in me, like from the tags of Ramon, and you really hated spit, 
And he like spit was just the most hateful, right? Motherfucker, like right over Ramon's shit. Ramon ain't have shit but his drawing. I still hate he, that motherfucker. I, he made you hate. <laughs> yeah, spit on everything, dog. And then you know you had Lee, and Lee wanted to be like his brother. His brother was kind of like a herb. Mm-hmm. He had a bad bitch and Ray Don Chong. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was kind of trying to be put on. He was a weak ass DJ. His, his shit was his scratches was kind of yeah. I, you he know, he, was, he wasn't it was, dope. It wasn't all that dope. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but Lee, like if, if if I was him, I'd have been putting all my my all my energy behind Lee because Lee was that nigga. Dog. Yeah. Lee was cold. Yeah. Lee did the pop like a bowl where he did the the, the arm break behind the back and it made it like he was gonna do a walk with the Egyptian and he turn around and it was bust out on his head with a, a spit. No, yeah. Lee was sick, bro. B Street, the king of the beat. You went up and down the street. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and not only that, one of my. Favorite scenes in that movie was uh, Kumo D and the rappers doing that little rap thing oh, for, yeah. the, for the uh, for the for for hip hop Santa Claus Jingle Jam. Yeah. Jingo, jangle, a jingle jangle for the hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that shit. Like I was a Kumo D fan since that 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 introduction and. You know it, that movie means a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? Me being the b boy that I am, that was one of the most authentic time pieces of that time. You know what I'm saying? It was it was break dancing without being corny. Like you had your break in, your break into electric boogaloo. All that shit was real kiddie and corny compared to B Street. B Street was like a coming to age movie. Show you what? Okay, these are some of the things that literally go down with some of these kids in the inner city. You know, they're they're literally partying. Vacant houses trying to find a way out to get their voices heard, and they're, they're the the graffiti artists wanted to rise up and be famous for their pieces of work on these new machines called subways, and it was just dope, man. <laughs> dope, yeah, good list all around from everyone, man. This is uh, this has been a very enlightening discussion. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised that Cashmere Don did not say Love Jones. Oh no, but, no, you no, know. no, that's 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 for other shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's for the other side Yeah But I, I had a, I had a feeling That at least one of us Was gonna say Hollywood Shuffle Oh, that, that was my dog, That was my next school man it's, Yeah it's on there um, Good Black discussion Black acting school baby Oh <laughs> Black acting school Hi there I'm Robert Taylor And I'm a black actor <laughs> That's why I want to do a, a black acting episode. We are. We are. So we are. I got a couple of actors and actresses I want to invite up here, and we're going to talk about what they're doing, but then we want to test their acting chops and see just how good of an actor are they. So, so if, if, you could, if, you could, uh, if you could if you could give a movie title to describe your life right now, what would it be? Shot us. Because I literally been trying to shoot at all these chicks in 2018. <laughs> just like... <laughs> It's just a bloody, bloody, bloody massacre of just it's not going down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just, I just I, I give up like Teddy Brookshot. You just can't be the man, you know. And uh, Shadows just displayed a lot. You know, I'm trying to come up, but it's always won't let me be great. So Shadows, what what about you? I made mine up. Mine is the art of dodging. <clears throat> I'll say it again. The art of dodging. Men are stupid. Women are crazy. Sounds good to me. Mm. All right. Uh, my movie title would be Nigga. <laughs> <What>? The movie. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, that's dope. That's because dope. It, I mean, it, it it basically every every day, all day, people do shit that just makes me sit back and go, "Dang nigga," right? Whether you are <laughs> brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, or Haitian, white, blue, purple, or green, all day, every day, somebody's just gonna do something that makes you just go, "Nigga." I'm pretty sure you look you at my page, right. you'd be like, "Nigga, nigga." <laughs> I just it start. That's how my day usually starts off. I see about ten posts from when underscore thugs underscore cry, and for those ten posts, I'm like, nigga, come on, dog. Hey, my fight nigga. videos are getting worse. The fight videos are <laughs> like, dog. people are DMing me like, man, what happened in that fight? Like, I was there. I wasn't there. I'm just, yeah. a, I'm just the person that shared this no, shit. Like, just, just repost your, it. Yo, your secret stash. You need to keep that under wraps. Wherever oh, yeah. you getting that shit from. Yeah, because man, God, dog. Wait, dog. that was uh, what was the one? That was one from the other day. I think it was two white people fighting. Oh, uh, in that dirty ass house. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> My homegirl said that shit like a hamster cage. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Oh, God. I was like, man, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's what it is, man. So we need <laughs> like to, a junkyard in the house. We need to make all these movies realities yeah. at some point in the future. Yes, in the very near future. Um, and I'm kind of mad that I put my title out there like that, but now I got to go through with it. Yep. Nigga, the movie. Come uh, in, go ahead. Uh, coming in 2020. Trade, go ahead, trademark that. <laughs> I G G U H. No, Push man. It. The hard A. Really? The hard really? A. Hey, mm-hmm. you gotta go hard or go home, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the hard A, man. I'm not even I'm not even pause. gonna put the little asterisk up there. Pause. I was at the N I D G U H with a question mark. It's like you really questioning the nigga like nigga? <laughs> right. Nigga. Nigga. You know, like nigga. Nigga. Nope. It's it's nigga. It, it's it's like, come with me now. Let, let's discuss this. Nigga. Nigga. It's like standoffish. But yeah. nigga. You have to, uh, <laughs> you have to really enunciate so, yeah, uh, yeah. You're disgusted at this shit. Like, yeah. and you want to question it. Yeah, man. Pronunciation. Pronunciation. pronunciation yeah. yeah. Key. Same, I yeah. got to pull up the studio movie grill and see the word nigga on the marquee. Dog. Oh. Okay. If that shit happened, I know we done made it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be talking about just, nah, I'll be Damn. Talking about, we'll be infamous. No, sir, I said we. I'm like, yes, I know that guy. I was doing <laughs> I, I actually came up with the title for him. So, uh, yes. All right. Well, this is as good a time as any to take another break. And we will be right back with more from Houston. Shot us, shoot niggas who are not artful at dodging. Oh, look how he did that. See what I did be right back. And welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We hope that you've been enjoying the show. We are now going to present you with a new segment that we call With Love. With Love. With love. Um, you know, we, we're all about showing love in Houston, and we want to take this time to show love to, to a few special, special people out there as well. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh, shout out to, uh, to my wife. We will. She will be celebrating her her fortieth. Welcome to the club, wifey. That's right. This week, yeah. We uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go and raid 
Raid the country of Jamaica. Ooh. Yamaka. Yeah, Come back to Jamaica. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, so we're going to go out there have a have a lit time. Uh, fresh, funky dope, fresh to death. Drinking Ray and Nephew. You know what I mean? Ice. You know what I mean? And he's from Houston with love. Texas just lit. You know what I mean? Yeah, what I mean? Yeah, we're going to be out there. we out there. You know, hopefully we run into Bob Marley. See how he's doing. Well, you know. I heard that he's not doing too well. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, you know, he's selling we, a lot of sandals and bracelets and yeah. necklaces right now. <laughs> We're talk, talking about the, uh, you know, uh, halter culture. I got you, Bob Marley. Okay, Let's talk to them and uh, see you. what's going down there. And yeah, man, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a nice, nice week, man. Gonna hit Jamaica, you know, hit a beach. Most definitely needed. Haven't been on vacation in it seems like eons, man. So look out for Julian saying Croc, Saint Joy, Saint Joy. You know, <laughs> you know, Margaritaville. You know, yeah. might go to Margaritaville. Jimmy, man, you deserve it, man. Sounds like it's gonna be a great time. Yeah, great time, man. Great time. But uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I probably, man. Oh, yo. I might not be back until Monday though. Okay, well, I mean, Monday, next Sunday though. is Easter, so we not. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, man. I mean, shit. That's that's what I got going on, man. What about you, Mister Bravo? Oh shoot, I don't have much going on. Just want to send a big shout out to the boy Fillmore Robinson. Oh, Fillmore Roberts, my bad. Fillmore Roberts. Yeah, what you up? know Fillmore. Uh, yeah, you know he has a blog called Fresh Dope Bake Daily. Uh, you know, that's his Tumblr page, and he always retweets and uh, posts our uh, shows. So Does he bake dope? No, nah, no, nah, make, make, make dope. Make uh, dope? Yeah, fresh baked dope. Fresh daily. baked dope. Okay, I yeah. thought you said fresh. We need to get him on here, man. Dope, what, dope, what's his blog about? <laughs> uh, just about a lot of hip-hop stuff and a lot of cultural fashion and shit like that. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Yo, if you want to come on, come on. We got you. Oh, let's let's do it, bro. He'll love that shit. He'll love that. Pause. Come on. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, uh, Randall? Uh, I'm going to send a shout out to my my favorite Houston-based group, Radio Galaxy. Yeah. They are about to release their new project called Nobody Digs Your Music But Yourself. Mm. Friday. Dope title. Dope title. Damn. If anyone if anyone can guess where that's from, uh, hit us up. My folks only send at gmail.com. If you have the correct answer, we will have a prize for you on the next show. Big prize. Nobody digs your music but yourself. But yourself. No cheating. Wow. And <laughs> I know that's wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. It comes out March 30th. It's a it's a nice little joint. They are uh, they they're dope. They're kind of a hip hop soul influenced type situation. It's a very unique sound, Man. featuring our brother DJ Cosmos that we talk about all the time, King Midas, another producer, and my favorite songwriter that I know personally, Kimmy J, aka. Space Bunny Jefferson. I mean, it comes out this Friday, March 30th. We'll post a link yeah, I mean. in our shit as well. But uh, shout out to them as well. They've been working on this for a while, and it's definitely worth the wait. And I may or may not have directed a video that we'll post this week as well. Yeah, I mean. For a song called Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It didn't make sense until you said it out loud. What? The title. Uh, it's it's yeah I mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's coming so that's uh that's what we got coming from with Houston with love this week hey and and people continue to uh send your send your love Jones questions to my folks only because y'all slack this week I just want y'all to know y'all suck this week I didn't get zilch and to to everybody who's giving suggestions about what should go on with the show I say uh. 
make your own show <laughs> and do what your suggestions are to us because we are the protectors, the gatekeepers of from Houston with love. And we say this with love, but uh, if you have any suggestions, I mean, you know, you can go out and start your own podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll support you. And we'll we support will. you. We'll listen. We'll even pop cross-pollinate. Yeah. We'll cross-pollinate <laughs> pause with the show and make it happen, and uh, and we won't have any problems with that. But from Houston with love, we are a well-oiled machine. Pause. We make it go down the way we're supposed to. Pause. <laughs> In the most special, hard way. Pause. That it should go. So, you know, we're going to continue to ride this train, pause, and make it go down, pause, the way it should. Wow. The pause Damn. police is going to find us. <laughs> Damn. You know what? Not, hey, 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 that was all fresh off top down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can go on all night, people. I got your back. Pause. pause. Oh, man. <laughs> But continue to listen Continue to listen to the show We come on every Monday 9pm to 11pm Central Standard Time 10pm to 12am Eastern Standard Time And we're gonna continue To give you the dope shit Hey can I interject For a quick second Oh yeah most definitely I just now noticed That there's a a poster For brown sugar Here in the studio And uh, (laughs) I just also wanted To send another shout out To Sanaa Lathan uh, For being one of the Most beautiful women Ever created so I don't care. I I love her bald as much as I do with uh, with extensions. <laughs> yeah. My wife saw the and, poster, uh, the flyer that she did. She was yeah. like, "Oh, oh yeah." So now, I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, Kool Aid oh, man, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah." I've I've forgiven her for French Montana. So oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, you know, my wife likes Will Downing, so I, that just gives me reason to throw. You, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking like, about. Like my wife likes. Like she she gets to announce everyone that she likes, yeah, like freely all the time, freely all the time, yeah. And if yeah. I go, if I go, uh, who's who's a good example? Um, Sanaa Lathan. Yeah, is kind of old news. So I, I I sprung somebody new on her recently. I'm trying to remember who it is, and she was like, "Oh, right, who is that?" I'm like, "Does it matter?" Yeah, I don't know her personally. Yeah, right, right. Like you know, she will never know me. I used to be like that <laughs> Olivia Munn. Really? Me too, man. Really? Yeah, but then she she lost her she lost that vibe about her. Something have, about it just have I ever shown you the away. picture that I took with her? No, but I don't. That was a humble brag. Oh, wow! I'm gonna show it to you when we yeah. finish. Yeah, she I mean, used to be on the list, man, but she she started to do something with her lips now. Yeah, that, something that really strange about her. Even when I seen her topless and my other Mike, I was like, I'm not impressed anymore. You look better with clothes on. Yeah, yeah, ladies, y'all gotta keep Psylocke, it natural. Psylocke, she was just perfect. Like, oh, man. Ladies, y'all gotta keep it natural. You know what I'm saying? Keep it all effervescent and flowing. I mean, you know, do you know, you. you're beautiful just the way you are. You know, yeah. unless you know. you're ugly. Love the skin you're ugly, that you're yeah. in. Yeah, unless you're ugly. Um, but Damn. yeah, we're gonna continue to continue to bring you that raw shit. But look at Sanaa's hands, though, man. They just look like they would caress your face. I just want to brush your hair. They look soft. And you look at it, Tay Diggs, and Tay Diggs is not attracted Tay to her Diggs at all in real not, life. No, Tay Diggs yeah. is like, ugh, get off me, fish. Uh, you're a darky. Yeah, yeah. Her, hand, her hands yeah, are on yeah, his ugh. his his, his nipples. You're also too tall for me. Look at him like, huh, I really like white women. Yeah, look at him. Man. Look how nappy his he hair look like is. He's so, that don't even look like a natural he smile. Like, <laughs> he's like, damn, get off my back after you're heavy. Look at my knees are buckling. my back. It's like I've never carried a black woman on my back, and I won't start now. <laughs> my chest, you're making my chest sweat. Please. My forehead is look like I am running fast. <laughs> 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 the people, 
people, this is what we do. This is what we do every week. We just give you just the most randomness, most dope shit every week. So y'all continue to listen. We make the world better with this dangerous shit that we giving y'all over these airwaves. We thank All Real Radio for giving us this platform. For motion always, we make the world better. And as far as the sky is wide, so is your opportunity to achieve your dreams and be successful. This is from Houston with Love signing out. Peace. AKA Skeeter. Skeeter, Skeeter. Skeeter. What? Skeeter. Skeeter. <laughs> you are now tuned in. From Houston with Love, where we give you a balanced perspective of arts, culture, and what's going on locally in the city of Houston. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at From Hugh with Love. Brought to you by RIK, Rappers I Know, and Ill Matter Me.